all delighted to have you with me today. Um, thanks for agreeing to do this. I wonder if you might jump straight in with a, a quick introduction for the listeners. Yeah, sure, Adam. And great to be here. Thanks for inviting me, by the way. Uh, so uh, I'm Paul Burkett. I'm the worldwide head of HP's print and workflow management business. And so in terms of topics here, we're going to talk about um, print management, the future of the industry, where this stuff is going. And I wonder if you might start with some reflections on what customers are telling you um, as the sort of leader of HP solutions piece, what are customers talking about in terms of direction and, and what are the trends that you're seeing? Yeah, certainly. And then timing's perfect, actually, right now where I'm in Boise, Idaho, and we've, which is one of HP's main corporate sites. And we've got our top technical consultants from around the world in, and we are, we're spending a week with them. Um, asking them questions about what they're seeing. So and this has been a big topic of conversation. Um, the, the first thing we're seeing is that uh, that long talk about migration to the cloud is now in full swing. Uh, um, companies, large and small, are looking now at their print infrastructure and saying it's time. It's time that we, 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 we move that to the cloud. And when it moves to the cloud, it's not... Here is the cloud. It is, we have an infrastructure model that our business uses for the cloud and we have support mechanisms and processes. And we want to move print infrastructure into that model. Mm. So, so the, the portability conversation of print tools, print management software, um, pull printing applications, data paths, all of these things has to be compliant with the customer vision of the cloud rather than the vendor vision of the cloud and that's one of the big things that we're seeing but are you seeing then that customers have got very clear prescriptive this is what we want or are you still seeing there's an element of customers coming with outcomes that they want and saying how do we how do we get there some cons kind of consultative selling stuff it's a continuum so there's definitely there's definitely certain customers and as you get to the smaller end of this of the customer scale you tend to find them more open to using just standard SaaS-based public cloud platforms. Um, but as you start going up that scale, either in the specialist verticals, um, healthcare, education, uh, finance, or into um, larger clients where they have dedicated IT organizations and or have already migrated you know, file services to the cloud, they've already migrated a number of other services. That's where we start to see um, compliance needs around things like security, data storage, uh, tenancy models, uh, mm -hmm. certain cloud stacks versus others. I'll give one example. We were dealing with a very large uh, US retailer and uh, our corporate monitoring stack for our managed print is on the AWS cloud. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, let's just say that didn't, that didn't sit too well <laughs> with that retailer. It was like, yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> Thanks, we're not going to give money to our competitor. Um, so come back with a different solution. Um, and, and that's just one example. There are obviously significant security challenges that have to be addressed as you start moving up that complexity scale. And the challenge with print is um, it's, a, it's a little bit like file server migration. The business has no domain to quantify the type of data that's passing through the print path. Mm. Whereas if you, if you go to Salesforce, for example, or you're going to, I don't know, Dynamics or, or something similar, it's actually pretty clear what's going in and what's coming out of that platform. You yeah. have defined workflows and defined data so you can quantify risk. With print, it's anything and everything. Mm. 
and and this is this is where they tend a lot of businesses adopt a worst case scenario yeah to make sure there is protection in place for that infrastructure um and and as an industry i'm not sure we've quite grasped that yet um that that challenge of having security migrate from the device which is where a lot of the industry's focus has been to actually the 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 zones of trust that exist around the user the location the data and all of those other things you mentioned the the worldwide team that you have in right now do you see these requirements changing based on geography or are you seeing a pretty consistent set of cloud requirements yeah that's a really good yeah the cloud in a way very nicely homogenize the geographical challenges but i suspect there are still a lot of local compliance things and and difference regionally in terms of adoption there are differences in terms of adoption yes and there are differences in terms of regulation and uh, data privacy as an example is very different depending on where you are you know if you go to china it's completely different than if you go to india than if you go to the us um the so, so there's that element of it. what what's been, what's been really interesting is if we did this meeting three years ago which we did um we saw a real difference between for example the latin american markets and the U.S. market in terms of cloud migration and adoption. The U.S. market was light years ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and Latin America was saying they're just not seeing it. Yep. That has changed. That has fundamentally shifted now. So I don't know whether it was a result of the pandemic that's driven a lot of that adoption, the necessity of being able, being able to serve people at home effectively. Um, but we're starting to see those markets that were cloud resistant becoming very cloud positive now. Okay. And so. That's kind of an enterprise flavor. Take take me through more of an SMB where those smaller businesses are challenged, and what the future of that print management or print looks like for those those organizations. Yeah, definitely. Most SMBs, uh, and we did a whole bunch of research on this. Uh, it was fascinating. You know, when you're an SMB business owner, uh, a small business owner, let's say you've got thirty staff, you are literally doing five hundred different jobs every day, mm. and and your life is literally rushing from one crisis to the next that's that's what being a business owner looks like um and therefore one minute you could be dealing with an employee that's uh i don't know had an accident and the next moment you could be dealing with lawyers on 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 some kind of legal term with your biggest client and then five minutes later you're filing tax returns and and being the it leader and making decisions on the it policies for data storage and gdpr compliance as an example Mm -hmm. so so we found that these business leaders are overwhelmed they're massively overwhelmed we and and that is why the SaaS market has been so successful in penetrating that because that what it actually does it takes one thing off the plate yeah. It's one less worry that they have to think about because it's being managed by somebody else. It's something that just works and they can then focus on other stuff. And, and you know, with a small IT department of maybe one or two people, that's a big deal uh, because, you know, the, the, you don't want to be worrying about the simple things. And the simple reality is print is not strategic. And therefore, it is one of those items that most business owners in SMB would just like to see be made simple. Let's make it work and let's make it, let's, let, 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 let's not spend any time on it. Thank you. It just has to work. <laughs> and that's Rec- why I think SaaS. Recognizing it almost as a commodity, right? It's, Correct. What we need is simple. It's damn business critical for some organizations. You can't get rid of it. 
but actually we don't need to really it's the same as power in the wall or internet we don't really care the flavor of it <laughs> exactly right it's a utility and mm. and when you think about utilities you know you want you know you don't manage the, the power station down the road to get your power it's something which you turn on and you expect it to be there yeah. I, I think as an industry we've not done the best job of doing that for smbs you know you think about very complex it environments that can now be enabled with the click of a button on a website across you know the business with with procurement happening on a month to month basis mm -hmm. um suddenly that becomes such a simple decision for a business owner as my business scales my costs scale i can manage that i can plot that no surprises oh and by the way it just works i have the same level of capability as the corporate enterprise that I'm competing against for the business in my local geography. That's a really big deal. And, and, yeah. and in print, we've, we've not done that well. Yeah. Um, you know, we really, we've really made it too hard for print to be managed in the modern business. And, and the result of that is what we've all seen, you know, it's become increasingly difficult to get businesses to see print as anything other than painful. And that's on us. That's on me. And so you're describing this SMB model where actually they just want to go to a website, click, get things up and running very quickly and make the purchasing decision then and there. Right. What about the commercial models as you go up up the market, though? Commercial models into enterprise or into government, how do, the, how do those things change? So yeah, they, they, yeah they, they, they change pretty dramatically, and it's largely down to the procurement process, interestingly. Um, so, so we've gotten into a place in those commercial environments where procurement have unpicked the MP, the concept of MPS. So, you know, it, it, when I when I first started selling MPS, well, I think before you were born, Adam, um, when I first started selling MPS, the it was it was easy stuff. You know, you literally you you proved what they were paying currently, you showed them what they would pay now job was done and the, and the customer was delighted with that they were happy because they were saving 20 percent or whatever it was and 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 they didn't try to unpick everything now procurement line items every single element mm. and and there is a cost associated with every element that you have to bid you've got evidence that cost and they compare everybody so so you we've gotten into this mentality that the outcome-based model the services model is no longer relevant in print in business and that's really problematic because it stifles innovation. Um, yeah. you, you, you have a minimal compliant bid response, which satisfies procurement, but rarely, if ever, satisfies the business or the user. Mm -hmm. And therefore, we have to find a way to navigate around that. And I think commercial innovation is the way to do that. We all, we, in HP, we talk about um, a triangle. Um, and there's a, 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 in terms of outcomes that we can deliver, cost is one outcome. Risk is another outcome that we can mitigate. And growth is another thing that we can help the business to deliver. They're the three things that we kind of think about when we're, when we're, when we're, we're thinking about our outcome models. And, and then they, they pivot into, into main business outcomes. But, but those three areas, all of the focus in enterprise has gone to cost. Yeah. We've got to learn to help the business to understand the risk component that they sit at and quantify the value of that. And we've got to find a commercial model that taps into that growth concept. How do we help businesses grow? How do we de-risk growth in businesses? Um, th these, are, these are areas I think we've got to do better on in the, in the corporate space. And commercial innovation is one of the ways we do that. And I'll just give one example. Um, 
you know, the the whole cost per page model drives this craziness of inspecting every single cent and every single component um, because the vendor isn't willing to uh, adopt risk. Um, the, the IT industry learned a long time ago that 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 actually can be much more effective for a business if you're willing to adopt risk mm. and give a seat charge, for example, to a, to a user. For the PCs and the cloud services they're consuming and all that kind of thing, you have a variable model at the back end in cost, yeah. but the revenue model is actually flattened for the customer and simplified right down. And that made procurement easy. It made it easy for procurement to compare. Um, so you didn't end up in these 24-month procurement cycles. Yeah. One. But it also then enabled you to innovate underneath around driving your costs down and driving service performance up because you weren't being micromanaged on the individual components. I think we've got to learn a little bit about that and start looking at those types of models in the enterprise space. But it's a, it's a risky proposition. I, I guess it was, maybe it was 20 years ago now, where outsourcing became a huge thing. And the, the clear message was your mess for less, right? right. And, and people were just taking whatever they did onshore, moving it offshore, and going, mm-hmm. great, we've got the same outcomes. And I think that industry has been through that transformation of just dumping it offshore is not the answer. We need to bring innovation. So you're, I think you're really describing the potential for print as we simplify the commercial models, as we get away from the complexity of MPS, the procurement, yeah, frankly, want to go and interrogate. We move more to a simpler model for, for businesses to make decisions. And then you can pivot the conversation back to really what's their risk appetite? How do we actually add more value to their business? Absolutely right, yeah. Yeah, that, that's how that's how I see it. I'm sure other people will have many different views, but that's how that's how I'm seeing it at the moment. In terms of then the the challenge for the industry, um, as we start to move towards a more cloud centric future, as we start to have these challenges of the industry adapting commercial models, adapting service delivery models, how do you see that for the sales and service delivery teams and beyond just HP? I'm sure, but. But across the industry, the, the challenges that, that professionals in the print space need to need to overcome. So yeah, that's a really good question and a big one as well. <laughs> um, so so the, the if if you look at the print sales model right now, it's incredibly expensive. Uh, and, and what do I mean by that? You, you 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 have a lot of physical selling time going on to sell managed print contracts and print contracts into clients. Um for what are actually quite simple IT services. We've, we've gotten into a place where, um, you know, we, we, where we, 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 we have a high cost of customer acquisition. Our, our CAC costs are really high. Mm. Um, and and the, the other element that that drives as well is where we are, our marketing generated demand is also very low. So, we kind of do marketing, but it's not really, it doesn't, there's no way of quantifying whether that translates into selling action until you get a seller involved and the seller goes into the customer and then spends six weeks talking to the customer and trying to convince them that, you know, they they need to look at things. And then suddenly you've got a six month selling cycle, a 12 month selling cycle, which makes your acquisition cost where you've got technical specialists involved. You've got um, consultants involved. It's, it's, Highly skilled infrastructure design. Very, arc. yeah, 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 yeah. And and I think we're moving into a space now where that has to change. The the, in, the market, the industry, cannot sustain what we're doing. That's a simple reality. Um, mm-hmm. 
So we have to change. We have to change. And we have to become more like a software business. And what that means is make the landing, get the customer, make that zero touch, as zero touch as possible. You know, it's got to be a customer can make a decision in, a, in an hour and feel good about it. Yeah. Then we have to drive adoption. We, we have no focus on getting people using our devices and making that experience great and mm-hmm. helping people to understand why it's great for them to use to use the printing infrastructure. Um, we, we kind of put it in and then just assume people are going to get on with it. Well, no other, no other business does that these days. Every business is monitoring and analyzing usage patterns and looking at value that can be derived from those usage patterns. We've, we've, we've missed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and therefore, I think there is huge value in thinking about adoption services and solutions as part of our model and in understanding how the value in the work the user is doing translates into value for the business. Um, you, you then have um, expansion opportunities. So again, you know, customers want to realize more value from what they've bought. So let's be proactive about that. And if that means we reduce our revenues in one area, that's okay. Because at the end of the day, we're delivering bigger outcomes for the customer and the customer will be willing to pay more for that in the long run. Mm-hmm. And having that approach of, you know, and, and the classic one in print is, is digitization. You know, oh, we don't, want, we don't want the customer to stop printing. That's going to kill our business. Well, actually, only, only if the customer does that without you. And guess what? They're doing that without us because we're not helping them. Mm-hmm. We're deliberately forcing them to do that without us. So let's not do that. Let's embrace it. Let's help the customer to drive more value from the services that we're delivering and expand the services we're delivering into other areas. And when renewal time comes around, it's an easy conversation. Yeah. You started here. Now you're here. And guess what? You're so much happier than you were when you started here. Why wouldn't you want to renew? In a way, you're, you're describing the, the cynical part of me would characterize our industry as sell them a five-year MPS contract and talk to them after four and a half years. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's a, a cynical characterization, but it holds certainly some truth. And actually, I think you're describing more of a customer success focused, far closer Correct. to subscription business, um, yes. where actually the annual renewal, assuming a subscription term is a 12 month subscription, you've got to be adding value throughout that contract and you've got to be on top of the customer and helping. Yeah, exactly right, Adam. And, um, you know, we, we, we uh, again, as an industry, we talk about customer success, but what we really mean is customer support management a lot of the time. Um, customer success is about making the customer more successful. It's kind of the clues in the name, you know? And um, and and that means putting the customer's needs and 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 drivers and growth first um, over, over your own. That's what a customer success manager should be thinking all the time. Mm-hmm. That's a hard pivot for us right now because... Often our costs have been screwed down to the lowest possible level. Therefore, we're, you know, we are terrified of that cliff edge that we fall off where, mm-hmm. where the account goes red and suddenly we're hemorrhaging cash. Um, and you end up in a vicious circle, almost a combative, a combative approach with the customer's needs. Mm-hmm. We're trying to actually push in a different direction. That's never a good place to be in business. You want to be aligned with your customer's needs because that's a much smoother ride. Especially if you're delivering a five-year service, you know that's a that's a long time. 
And, and so I think you started to describe kind of a, a big data approach to taking the customer's information. And actually, that's how we're going to drive innovation. That's how we're actually going to drive additional success within the customer, right? Helping them to understand themselves better. How do you see that playing out in terms of the, the product and service delivery that the industry requires and the and the way that we sell and support that? Yeah, the, it, it's huge. And and the, the, the really interesting thing is this all eventually pivots back into that thing that the print industry has talked about forever, which is digital transformation. Now, the reality is digital transformation has nothing to do with print. That's the harsh reality that I don't think any of us really want to accept, but it's the truth. Digital tra transformation is the antithesis of print. Um, it's about designing things for digital. Um, but that doesn't mean we can't be involved. And what's happened in the digital transformation market, they've got themselves into a bit of a pickle as well, because what they've done, they have made it incredibly consulting heavy to go and understand what businesses need to do to become more digitally effective. So you end up with 30% of the total digital transformation spend is consultants. Mm -hmm. That is a huge number. By the way, digital transformation spend, depending on who you read, IDC estimates it's $6 trillion, um, probably closer to two, 2.8, but it's still, I mean, ludicrous sums of money being spent here. Mm. That means almost a trillion dollars is being spent on consulting. And what they do is they come in and ask your users, what's going wrong? They write it down, and then they come back and tell you what your users have told them in a prettier way. Mm. I'm sorry, that's not value. Why can't we do that? We're working with the users every day. We are literally touching users every day. Mm -hmm. Why don't we listen to what they're telling us? Because then I guarantee some of the problems they're experiencing will either be down to the digital systems that have replaced existing paper and legacy paper, yep. or by the way, it'll be because there's non-digital processes happening and workflows happening, which break things. If we can find that and we can remove that consulting layer and we can do that across the whole business, we control the demand for transformation and we control the definition of the problem. Mm -hmm. Then being perfectly honest, we're on the <clears> same <throat> path as the customer. We're helping the customer again. Yeah. Um, and that's where we that's where I see the industry has an opportunity. Um, because then the solution's a solution, you know. Again, focus on helping the customer to achieve their outcomes. And I guarantee the money and the profit will come. Mm -hmm. um, and currently customers are struggling to get the most out of their employees. It's 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 a a well-known statistic that, that between 70 and 85% of digital transformation projects fail to meet their stated objectives. Everybody knows that statistic. It's not the tech. No. The tech works. It's the people. So let's listen to them. And I think we can do that as an industry because we touch every one of them with print. Yeah. We have a relationship with every one of them we can leverage. And that's where the data comes in. Okay. That's, a, that's I think... You're right. When you started out, I think you said it's an enormous opportunity, but also an enormous challenge. It's one of those yes. things kind of head scratching to, to really get your head around is is something. But but I think those that do it and do it in the right way over the next few years will will absolutely reap the benefit. Yeah. And, and interestingly, Adam, we've come at it from a traditional product perspective as an industry. I'm talking. We buy an ACM company and say, how many ACMs do you want? Mm -hmm. We buy uh, an intelligent data processing application and we say how many scans do you want to put through here and the customer doesn't know i, I have no idea 
So, so why would that be successful? We're, we're, we're trying to fix problems that the customer doesn't know they have. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the problem. And if we can get there, then I, I genuinely think as an industry, we've got a, 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 a really serious role to play here. And so how do you think we manage that? It's likely a, I was about to call it a product transition, but it's likely a service transition that you're describing. Mm-hmm. How do we manage feature-wise? What, what's the path service-wise that we actually need to deliver to customers that gets them to a place where we can actually be aligned with them and where they can start reaping the, the benefit from the platform? Yeah, so 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 I think it's when I say we touch the customer, we touch the customer through the process of printing. The the, the print driver, for one of a better term, is is one of the touch points that a user has into our ecosystem. Why does that just print? Number one, number two, we get a visibility, and I know this this then gets into data data protection sensitivity issues and all that kind of thing. But we get a, a visibility into the type of information that's flowing through the business. Um, and, and often the reason that information is flowing through our systems is because there's no other way of making things work. Mm. Uh, it's either a, an incredibly effective way of holding and using information. You know, you are, you are a goods driver and you need something on the dashboard of your thing that you can scribble on and all that kind of thing. There's not, nothing's going to, there isn't a digital technology going to replace that. That's going to be better right now. Mm -hmm. We're years away from that. Or. It's actually something because systems aren't integrated, or it's a it's a customer interaction where your demographic doesn't actually doesn't be able to use a digital yeah. platform. Yeah, but, but there's reasons. There's reasons for this stuff. Why don't we connect the user and the reason mm-hmm. to the actual flow of information? And the more we start to analyze that across our clients through so large language models, etc. Well, we can then start to actually predict this stuff. We can start to bring insight to customers about what other people are experiencing and how they're experiencing it. And suddenly your value as a supplier goes from I get the I, I put toner on paper. Yeah. To I help you be more effective. Different, different conversation. Yeah, totally different. And I think you're where you started with the triangle at the beginning with the kind of we look back here, the the risk, uh, the cost and the growth. You move from being a cost-only conversation completely to the other two, the other two axes. Right. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. And 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 as long as the value we are delivering is producing the paper, and that is the, the, the production of the paper is the value, the cost of the paper becomes the important conversation. It's not. Mm. What is what is it doing? Why are they why are they doing that? Isn't there a better way? Uh, now now we're in a value conversation. Mm-hmm. But in the past and right now, and many companies have tried this, as you know, and they've come at it from the bottom up, the product up, and failed. Almost every print company that has come at this from the bottom up has failed. I, I have a solution. How many do you want? Because mm-hmm. it's not how it works. Transformation is varied and complex and all of those kind of things. And, and the reality is we've got to start from the problem. If I, if I pull you back to... I think you're, it's a really interesting perspective on the future of print and the industry. But if I pull you back to to right now and what's in front of us, what are the, how do the customers and how do the suppliers maximize the, the value of what's right in front of them? It seems right. that the trends largely right in front of them are, you've got a whole bunch of non-core activities that you manage. How do you see the, the relationship between print vendors and, and the customer and, and the software and service offerings associated? 
Yeah. So, uh, 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 yeah, it's a really, again, a really good question because uh, I often get caught up in the in the five year vision rather than the reality of the day. It's one of my. You've known me long enough, Adam. You know, you know that's where I like to live. Um, so again, there's, there's a simple reality. Um, printing is crap. I mean, the service we deliver is awful. Um, let's fix that. Why? Why do I have to have cards? And card readers. I know. I know. People might be looking at me going, "What the hell are you talking about, Paul? You, you know, you do twenty million dollars worth of business with cards and card mm-hmm. readers. What are, you, what are you talking about?" Um, but the reality is, that's is that a good experience having to carry that around with me? Mm-hmm. Are there smarter ways I could do that? Why is it that um, the onboarding process for users is so complicated, and users can rarely figure out how the print driver works, and often get things wrong, and it doesn't print out correctly, and all that kind of thing. And, We've and got to move away from this being like a phoning IT help desk calls, all of that. Yeah, or, or just get, or just giving up being perfect. So a lot of users just go, you know what? I'm not going to print anymore. It's just too hard. Mm. Why would I do this? It's it's literally the worst IT service I could possibly get. So why would I even bother? And that's what's happening. They're just voting with their feet. Mm. So let's let's start just by making print work. <laughs> Let let's start there. It's, it's it's a simple ask. Let's get it to the same level of quality as you have with your iPhone mm-hmm. on your email or, or as, as we now have already got with, you know, AI assisted search, which has gone from zero to a, a thousand in yeah. three months um, and is already providing way beyond people's expectations. It did that out the gates. So, so it, that therefore challenges everything, by the way. It says deployment should be I plug it in. Why, why, why do I have to have someone on site for five weeks? Mm-hmm. What, what, really? Use should be, I, I don't need to be trained. No. It's intuitive. Um, support. We've talked about preventative, proactive support for many years, and we do elements of it. But I'm sorry. You know, it's, it's nothing compared to the, the four nines that are required in a cloud infrastructure, for example. Mm-hmm. And, and the and, and the way that you support that has to be fundamentally different to provide twenty four by seven with monitors and and the ability to track everything and understand how individual components are working versus others. We don't have any of that. And so that that's describing the uh, right now in front of us opportunity to take more off the customer IT team and just do it right. for delivered as a service. Right. You guys don't need to think about uptime. Don't need to think about provisioning. It's just a service that works. And then the procurement model you're describing earlier. It's just a number. There's a number on a per seat or per device or per user or whatever basis. And we we roll out that very, very simple to understand, taking the weight away from the, the customer. Absolutely. And 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 the big bet that we're making at the moment in HP Adam is that's that's going to become the important question because we're all at a point now where our hardware, our supplies, et cetera, have kind of been screwed down to a level that we're all, we're all at a similar level, let's put it that way. You know, it's become really hard to have a sudden massive pricing advantage there. And therefore, that means that the conversation has to shift to something else. And the simple reality is infrastructure, management, people, cost, money. If we can do that more effectively than the, than, than, than the customer, then the customer is likely to want to do that. And that is a cloud migration conversation. And therefore, I believe that the value in MPS, the ability to win deals will be less about 
devices, toners, and all that kind of thing, because that's just going to be table stakes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be about how well are you able to migrate my current um, print workflows, infrastructure, and support to the cloud and deliver innovation there. Um, and I think there's a huge amount of innovation that can be delivered in that migration. Um, we, we have a service called Managed Print Cloud Services where we, we do that for the client. It's, it's our fastest growing service. And um, interestingly, we're still having to cover up a lot of the, the mess mm-hmm. that, that as an industry we haven't fixed. <clears throat> we, we make it seamless to the customer, but behind the scenes, you know, the, the duck's feet are paddling like crazy yeah. um, because we haven't done a good enough job of stitching all of that together. Um, it would be great if we could do that. But what about, though, the, the, the trust that that requires from a customer, from a security, from a compliance point? Absolutely. Are, are customers ready to take that step and, and trust us to, to deliver these things on their behalf? So, so three years ago, a very large U.S. bank, I had a conversation with them three, four years ago now. We lost years, didn't we? They just disappeared. Um, the, 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 I was talking to a very large US bank, and I've been talking to them for many, many years. This has been a, a, a client that I've been speaking to in various different companies for many years. Um, they would never have dreamed of migrating workflows to the cloud like this. Um, not even, not even, you know, traditional workflows like file services and all that kind of thing it wouldn't happen. It's that's all changed. That bank has now migrated all of their print infrastructure, all of their print-related workflows, and there are some very complex workflows there from a compliance perspective to HP, and we manage that for them with an SLA. Um, and in order to do that, you're going to need to prove some really high-level security trusts. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. We, the, 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 you have a you have a heavier lift at the front end there. Mm-hmm. to prove that the, 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 that you can meet the bank's exacting requirements. But once you've done that, then the next thing comes across. Then the next thing comes across because mm-hmm. suddenly there's a level of trust there you can deliver and you can prove you can migrate Then it be, without impacting the user productivity and performance. Then then you become a trusted advisor and, you're, and you, again, you're, you're, on that, you're on that glide path again. Mm-hmm. You're aligned. Now, you know, you are, <laughs> you're someone that they can rely on and trust to deliver services. And I'm not talking about break and fix services. I'm talking about cloud services now. Yeah. Uh, that's that's that then becomes a big deal because then you can just migrate workflow after workflow after workflow. Do you think the industry? I can imagine with a large a large bank, a large enterprise, you're able to throw people and organization at it to solve the problem mm-hmm. and to to write up the security response. Do you think we do a good enough job guiding customers on what security questions they should be asking, or do you think it's a lift and shift of the other SaaS service that they bought last year, they cross out the the service name from CRM and replace it with print and just send you the same security question. Yeah, we've had we've had some really interesting questions asked by different companies, even large companies, by the way, seem to have done a cut and paste of, I don't know, a core banking system and put it across and, and we then end up in a lot of work. Mm. I, I genuinely think large language models are going to change some of this. Um, just go into chat GPT and ask it to write you uh, a security policy requirement mm-hmm. for a US bank uh, for printing services and see what you get. You would be amazed. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. So I think that's going to fundamentally start to transform that. And again, this is the breakdown of the consulting market, the, the, the procurement consultants, security consultants, and all that kind of thing. This is the breakdown of that. So your value will become less about 
being able to provide a view of what the business should need. I think it becomes much more about a defense in depth conversation around how you plan and structure an effective mm-hmm. security architecture. Um, and, and again, that moves to what is the migration. So the value will be defined in how well each company can make the migration work and then can deliver the service to that four nines level of, of quality. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not an easy task for any company. No, it's a huge... And, uh, and this, I think, uh, uh, I'll probably say more than I should now, I think this is going to slim down the print market considerably. Uh, we have two, you know, there, there, there are, for the market size now, there are way too many players in this market. Mm-hmm. And I think companies will find it increasingly difficult to make the investments needed to be able to deliver this type of service. Yep. And as the value translates, translates there, you'll see less and less revenue and profit in the basic print management applications. It'll, uh, yeah, the, the, the revenue and profit will be in that side of the, of the business. That's, that's what we're seeing in HP right now. It's a, it's a really interesting and sort of challenging future that I think you're describing, but, but with tons of opportunities in terms of where we can go. Right. Let me try to close you with some reflections on the, the sort of provocative marketing line I've been talking to you about for a little while, which is if Ysoft comes with a campaign that says no print management, what do you think that means to, to you? What does that mean to your customers? I think it means exactly what we've just been describing, which is I, 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 I don't do this very well as a customer. You know, it's not my core business. And I'll be honest with you, it's not strategic enough for me to want to, it to be my core business. Mm. And therefore, um, I want someone else to do this for me and to do it really well. No print management is about that migration. It's about having somebody do this for you. But also, by the way, making it so simple and so effective that nobody even knows that things have changed. In fact, the only reason they would know something's changed is because instead of printing working 50% of the time for the user, it works 99.99% of the time for the user. Um, so user satisfaction goes up and the business can focus on what it wants to do. That, for me, that's no print management. It just works for the customer. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's, what I, that's what I would assume it means. Um, I think it makes a difference whether we're talking about an on-prem customer or a cloud customer. No, not whatsoever. Again, we get caught up in on-prem versus cloud. I see it slightly differently. I see single-tenant versus multi-tenant. Um, and the, 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 the actual infrastructure conversation, I'm sorry, that, that needs to be flexible and portable. Mm-hmm. Um, customers should be able to choose their infrastructure model. They should be able to choose their security model, the tenancy and all of that kind of thing, and the security that goes around it, how they want their data stored and, and, and mixed with others. And they should be able to achieve the same level of quality on the service. Shouldn't yeah. matter. A, a, a uh, higher level of quality, ultimately, right? They should be able yes. to... You, you come to the professionals running print environments, they should be able to achieve more than they ever could with a part-time IT department running it. 100% yes, 100% yes. And that's that's the thing is, you know, we, we are the professionals, it's our business, it's our market, it's what we do. That should mean something. Um, and and I think, you know, in, in, in managing devices, we, everybody's got that nailed on now. The value is no longer there. We are all at a good level of managing the device. I, I know we have problems, but, you know, that's every, every single industry has problems. But this space... What the user actually experiences now 
which is a digital interface and the and the the, the workflow of printing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's where we've got to get better. Yeah, it's a it's an enormous but really exciting challenge that I think you're describing, Paul. I, I, for, for me, that's what keeps me up at night, Adam. But it's also why I get up in the morning because I, I I just leave and probably see it. I love the mm. concept of fixing this. It's like the most exciting thing to me. You know, you know how geeky I am, and <laughs> <laughs> for me, this is absolutely fascinating because it's one of the big IT problems that's never been wrestled to the ground. Yeah. What if we could? That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I love the way you're describing it, and I I feel the same. I'm getting out of bed in the morning thinking about exactly that stuff, um, thinking about challenging where we're going and, and challenging that future. Right. Cool. Paul, thanks very much. That was, that was great. My pleasure. No worries. Thank you.